It's the Harland Highway. It's the hot. Why am I disguising my intro as on the good ship lollipop? On the good ship lollipop. No, 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 no. Not, not appropriate. Not appropriate. Too soon. Too soon. Uh, hey, gang, welcome to the Harland Highway. What a show today. Good night, Nelly Furtado. Uh, we are going to be interviewing one of the stars of uh, my new sitcom, uh, Package Deal. So excited. It premieres uh, September 30th uh, in Canada only, sadly, uh, at 8.30 on City TV, Package Deal. Uh, Randall Edwards will be calling in from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, to discuss the uh, the new sitcom that we're in together. Um, and then I'm going to tell you a crazy story about something very disruptive on an airplane. Very startling. Uh, A crazy event happened on an airplane I was on. And I'll give you three code words. Hang on, Harvey. (laughs) Okay? That's the code word for this one. And then I think my Aunt Ruthie has left another message on my answering machine. I'm almost scared to hear it, but she's family, so I got to play it. She's a little nutty. She's a little crazy, but aren't we all here? On the Harland Highway! Welcome to the Harland Highway. I will look for you. Does your mother know what you're doing for a living? The Harland Highway. Hey-o! I will find you. My mom always said, you can't handle the truth. (laughs) Many, many years of therapy. Many, many, many. Fucking years of therapy. I will kill you. Listen, lame brain. Let an expert show you how to do this. The Harland Highway. You never know what you're going to get. It's the Harland Highway. Donk. Hey, I want to tell you uh, about a guy that I named Hang On Harvey. And uh, it's the weirdest story, man. I mean, uh, as you know, all of us are probably quite... uh, timid about flying nowadays in this age of the 9-11 terrorist crap. Um, so I'm on a flight going across the country. I think I was going from like, uh, you know, Florida to LA or something like this. And, uh, I'm on the plane and I'm sitting near the front and, uh, you know, just reading, watching movies, picking my acne, whatever, you know, whatever people do. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, you know, sometimes people walk up the aisle to go to the, the bathroom. <laughs> so this uh, this old guy, not that old, probably in his, like, 50s, kind of, you know, wasn't a senior citizen, but was kind of at that, that age where his hair was turning silver and, uh, you know, getting there, getting there, kind of going around the bend. Um and he's in uh, relatively good shape. You know, he's lean, he's thin, he's, uh, you know, he looks like one of those older guys you see that jogs every weekend. You know, they're like they're like older, but they're totally toned, no body fat, in good shape. So he was walking up, blue jeans, T-shirt, uh, you know, uh, like sandals, leather sandals. And with him was this uh, lady that was maybe like 10 years, 15 years younger. And they're walking to the bathroom, and right when they get beside my chair, all of a sudden this guy, who I call Hang On Harvey, 
<laughs> kind of goes down on his knees, okay? Hits the ground, goes from his knees flat on his belly, and he's just laying there like he's gone to sleep or something. And everyone's like, whoa, whoa, what? Well, everyone's looking around. The, the uh, flight attendants are going nuts. And uh, this guy's just laying there, and he's kind of twitching a little bit. And this lady that he's with is just standing there, and everyone's going, oh, my God, what, what can we do? Is he okay? Is he all right? Oh, my God, man down. And then, of course, you immediately you're looking around for the terrorists because you're like, oh, I get it. This is a diversion. You have the old guy fall down. Everyone's looking at him, and then, you know, Alibaba and the 40 Thieves storm the cockpit. Nice try. But anyways, this guy's on the ground. Everyone's like jumping up out of their seat and uh, what can we do? And this lady that's with him, she's oh, no, don't worry. Don't worry. He's fine. We're like, what? Oh, he's fine. He's got this thing. He's been to the doctor. Nobody knows what it is. He's had it for years. He just, all of a sudden, he loses uh, control of his uh, his body, and it just kind of goes stiff, and he goes down, and it lasts about 30 seconds to a minute, and then he stands up, and it's like nothing ever happened. And we're like, no way. And as she's just standing there looking casual like she's, you know, standing on a park bench, Hang on, Harvey. And I call him that because it's like, <laughs> all I could think of was like, hang on to something, dude. Hang on, Harvey suddenly stands up and looks at her, blinks, and keeps walking. He, he doesn't look at us. He doesn't acknowledge the people around him. I guess it didn't register that, that everyone might be concerned. He probably does it all the time. So he just, it's like it didn't even happen. He, like, blacked out for about a minute, minute and a half, little twitches, face down on the dirty floor of a Delta airline, and then just pops up and keeps keeps motoring. So he goes to the bathroom, and we're all just kind of looking, you know, the passengers. When do you ever look at the other passengers? Nobody makes eye contact on a plane, right? That's the kiss of death. You make eye contact with someone. They're like, so where are you from? Where are you going? What do you do for a living? How's the family? Um, do I know you? No, but we've got seven hours to fly. Let's chat. So you can't make eye contact unless it's a hottie. Um, so everyone's looking at each other just bewildered like, what the hell's with Hang On Harvey? <laughs> And so, you know, the guy's gone in the bathroom for a bit. And the lady's still standing there, like, holding court with all these passengers. Oh, he does it all the time. She's like his gatekeeper or something. And he comes walking out of the bathroom. Sure enough, gets almost to the same spot. Down he goes. Hang on, Harvey. Hang on, Harvey. Boom. Kind of, it's kind of a slow fall. It's not like he just like blacks out and goes down. He can feel it coming. His eyes kind of half shut. He kind of goes to a kneeling position and from there lays down and he's out. And it reminds me of those goats. You ever see those goats? There's this specific uh, breed of goat that uh, 
man, it, it's this weird goat. If you go online, there's this goat called the sleeping goat or something. And if you startle it, if you clap or you yell or you do anything abrupt, as a defense mechanism, these goats just fall over. They go completely stiff like rigor mortis is set in. It's kind of like uh, an upscale version of playing possum. The way a possum lays down and plays dead, these goats just like fall over. It looks like they've been shot by a sniper. They're just like, <laughs> and that hang on Harvey was like the human version of these, these uh, sleeping goats. So if you want to know what Hang On Harvey looked like, <laughs> oh, you, can you tell I love that name, Hang On Harvey? Um, if you want to know what Hang On Harvey looked like, YouTube the Sleeping Goats, I think they're called. And you'll see videos of these weird goats that just drop dead. And they, they freeze for about a minute, and then they just get up. This this is what I saw on the plane, but with a human being. <laughs> So wherever you are, Harvey, I'm I'm just going to say it before I wrap up this bit, okay? Hang on, Harvey! <laughs> oh, poor hang on, Harvey. Uh, and speaking of hanging on, we've been hanging on a long time for uh, my new sitcom to come out. Uh, and it's finally coming out. Uh, again, unfortunately, it's only coming out in Canada, but I know we have a ton of Canadian listeners and, uh, you know, if you're up there or you have family or friends up there, you can tell them about the new sitcom I'm, uh, starring in with, uh, several others is called Package Deal. And the, uh, the sitcom is about, uh, three brothers who are overly close and the, uh, new girl that gets into the middle of the mix uh, as he becomes the steady girlfriend of uh, the youngest brother, Randall. And here he is now calling in. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you heard the phone ringing. Uh, I told you he was going to be here. Uh, he is the uh, he is the star of the uh, new sitcom that I'm co-starring on with him. It's called Package Deal. It's going to be on City TV, 830s. Starting uh, September 30th, running every Monday night. Uh, let's get him on here. Enough of me talking. Who wants to hear me? It's uh, actor, funny man, uh, Randall Edwards calling in. Where are you, buddy? In Toronto? I am. I am. Thanks for uh, thanks for the invite onto the podcast here. Okay. Are you kidding? I mean, uh, dude, I I am so excited about our sitcom coming out, and uh, I was like, I gotta, I gotta get, uh, I gotta get Randall on the phone to talk about this thing. Are, are you jazzed or what? I love it, buddy. Are you kidding me? Of course, I'm jazzed. I've been doing, uh, you know, I've been reacting uh, scenes in my living room with my girlfriend Shelly. Uh, she plays you, and she actually plays you very well. I've <laughs> just been living it, trying to get really focused and psyched for the launch. You know, it's been uh, it's been unbelievable. Wait a minute, wait. Let me roll that out. You've been you've been acting out scenes from our yeah. sitcom in your living room and your girlfriend's been playing me? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. That is a dedicated girlfriend. <laughs> and you might need a therapist. <laughs> well, come on, man. Well, what better way to get back into the groove than uh, <laughs> you know, putting the old Harlan Williams costume on my girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want you. To, I don't want you to read into that because we don't use it for anything else. Wait, there's a costume. 
<laughs> Obviously, there's a costume. Come on, how could there not be a costume? Is there a wig? No, no, no. She actually got her hair cut like yours specifically. What about the, the, the goatee and the mustache? Now we paint that on. <laughs> wow, dude. Wow. Well, uh, just for the sake of our listeners as they're absorbing this, uh, this scenario... <laughs> <laughs> I'm flattered and creeped out at the same time, which is the way it should be. I mean, be I, I can see you right now looking in your mirror, picturing Shelly's face where yours is, and you got a goofy grin on your face. I know what's <laughs> happening right now. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, that's because, you know, I got a love for you, a brotherly love. You play my uh, little brother on the show. Tell the folks uh, kind of the, you know, keep it short, but uh, tell, tell them kind of the gist of our, our sitcom package deal. Well, like you said, you play uh, one of my uh, incredibly grounded, sane uh, brothers, which you can imagine is not the case. Um, between you and uh, my other brother, played by Jay Malone, uh, we've got this uh, incredibly close, possibly overly close, brotherly dysfunctional style relationship. And uh, the lovely Julia Vaughn enters my life. Uh, her character is Kim and becomes my girlfriend and kind of threatens to... Uh, upset the balance and um kind of hilarity ensues from there because we're like we we grew up with the the backstory is that our parents died um when you were really young so me and the other brother uh jay we raised you and uh, i guess i guess you could say when you have this beautiful new girlfriend uh julia uh yeah. me and jay are like threatened by it we, we don't want to lose our little brother from the fold is that accurate well, you don't want you don't want you don't think the little birdie's ready to fly out of the nest, <laughs> and that's uh, you know that's fair. That's fair. It's understandable. Yeah, that's true. Now we did a lot of episodes. I mean, we did episodes where we we're doing karaoke, and we did did episodes where we we're shooting air guns at each other. And like, if you can go back through the Rolodex, I think we did like thirteen episodes. Well, we, we, we did, in fact, do exactly 13, 13 episodes. And and uh, what what do you think? What was one of your either top? Well, let's start with this. I'm going to ask you what your top scene was, your favorite scene, and then I'm going to ask you, like, your top episode. So what would you say was Ow. one of your favorite scenes that you did that really stuck out in your head that you had a lot of fun with? i got to say my favorite scene was, um, and you'll remember this, this was our very first live studio audience night. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it might be episode three or four. I can't even remember which episode it was. Yeah. But the scene in the courtroom, when I was introduced to Harlan Williams, the improviser, <laughs> and you dropped the dangling moose ball, hairy chin dangler, <laughs> about a five-line line, that kind of set the tone for me for the rest of the season as far as what I might have to try and keep straight face for the rest of the season. And I remember hearing you say that line, and uh, I had actual tears streaming down my face. I was laughing so hard, and the audience erupted, and I just thought, wow, this is, uh, is going to be the best ball I've ever had. And it turned out to be. Oh, uh, that, that, was, that was a fun scene, man. Yeah, that was kind of the, that was the first time, like, kind of an improv happened on the set where I was like, screw the script, I'm going to wing a line. And I think the line was, I told you, you have to man up and grow a sack. And then I added the line, a great big hairy sack, kind of like the ones that dangle from the throat of a moose. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, 
Almost verbatim, I think. Yeah, and still very funny. Oh uh, yeah, that that kind, you're right. That kind of once we got through that improv line, it was like the floodgates opened. It's like I think we all started like improvising stuff, and and thankfully they left a lot of that stuff in the show. And I think that that line actually made it into the show. I can't wait! I can't wait to see that. I mean, actually, Andrew, our creator, he's actually sent me all the episodes as he did to you. I am uh, I'm like pregnant, and I don't want to know the sex. I'm waiting to watch them live. I haven't watched any of them. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, okay. So there, there's one of your favorite scenes. Can you remember like a favorite episode? I got to be honest. I, I would have to say it was uh, just an absolute treat. And I'll clump them together as episodes. Working with uh, Eugene and Pam, they were. Uh, it was unreal to kind of get them to be a part of our show, and then uh, my character had a, a lot to do with Eugene Levy's character. Um, and uh, just sitting with him for a week at a table was, was literally like getting a free education. It was unbelievable. Yeah, just just so our listeners know, uh, we, we, you know, outside of uh, us regular cast members, we also had some other cast members come in. Eugene Levy who's, you know, the famous actor-comedian. He plays the father on the American Pie movies, and he was in Splash, and uh, he's just, he's just you know, from Second City, and he's, he's absolutely hilarious. Yeah. And uh, I agree, man. It was a highlight working with him. And then uh, we had another joggernaut uh, as one of our cast members, Pamela Anderson, who is just as hot today as she was, like, 20 oh, years man. ago. She was something. And she's in a bunch of our shows, and, I mean, when she walked on set, I mean, you know, some some women can, can just slap on the sexy, and then some oh, no. women she, are just born is. with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she was the type of girl, like, just sitting in the chair, like, reading the paper in between scenes, she was just sexy. She, she was unreal. I was not able to have a non-scripted conversation with her. Yeah, it, it I was look tough. Her in between takes, and I just giggle, and 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 I I couldn't I couldn't string words together because it, it just it, it it strikes you to your core that you are talking and looking at Carol Anderson like she has this ability to just destroy men. It's unbelievable. <laughs> just, it's, she's on. She's absolutely and factor in the fact that she's super talented and hilarious on the show. Yeah, she she actually plays, uh, we should tell people, she plays uh, our other brother, Ryan, who's very dysfunctional and insecure. She plays his therapist, and uh, she actually pulled it off. She, her acting was amazing, her comedy was amazing, and uh, she plays a very sexy uh, therapist on the questionable, show. Questionable... Uh... Questionable therapy, which is hilarious. So. Yeah, she she uses her sexuality to, to cure our other brother of his uh, his manic uh, ways. Many ailments, yeah. And and we should also mention that Eugene Levy plays kind of a he plays kind of a Bernie Madoff meet serial killer type criminal Ledge, guy. Ledge serial killer. Yeah, he's like this crazy serial killer in a really expensive suit, and he looks a bit like Bernie Madoff and Joey Buttafuoco meets <laughs> yeah. uh, Silence of the Lambs, and he's hilarious. Oh, yeah, it's unreal. 
and, and it's and, like, and, and yet still plays a bit of a father figure for me, which is yeah, great. That's what I was going to say. Somehow, uh, while you're defending him in court, he somehow yeah. weasels his way into your private life and starts giving you relationship advice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, unreal. Um, so yeah, and the, the, you know the gist of the show is it's it's basically these three brothers getting into crazy situations, trying to maintain their brotherly relationship as the rest of the world is pounding at the door, including uh, your hot new girlfriend Kim, who's played by uh, uh, really Julia Voss. Julia Voss, super sexy. She's in the movie Bitch Slapped. You got to look her up on uh, online. Uh, look at yeah. uh, Google Images or go to YouTube or whatever. She's just she's just a beautiful, wonderful uh, girl. We we had a riot with her. Funny, good actress. We, uh, I, you know, it's funny looking back on it. I I, I feel like we all uh, we all got lucky to uh, kind of get paired with who who we all ended up getting paired with. I think we ended up having a great little family there in Vancouver while we shot, and uh, everybody kind of everybody belonged. Everybody pulled their weight. It was it was awesome. Yeah, it really came together well. It it was one of those situations where you you know you get a TV show, and a lot of times you don't have what we call chemistry. If you look at Seinfeld, it felt like all those characters had a great chemistry. And you know, I've done a couple other other sitcoms, and and I've been with actors where I had some chemistry, and other actors I didn't have chemistry with. But with this sitcom being my third sitcom, uh, I just felt we really had that kind of magic chemistry uh, between all of us that, you, you know, that you kind of saw on a show like Seinfeld. Yeah, you can't, and you can't buy it. You know, it just, like you said, I think it happens once in a while on jobs, and, and uh, you know, when you're lucky enough for it to happen, you just got to run with it. Yeah, uh, yeah. And run with it, we did. And here's the thing, you know, this this is kind of a historic sitcom in a way because we shot it in Canada, and uh, Canada has not had a multi-camera, um, you know, live studio sitcom before. and uh, first, first go. It's the first go. So, you know, we're really proud of it, as you guys can tell, listening at home. And we certainly hope that um, everyone listening in Canada, or if you're American and you have friends in Canada, please spread the word. Um, please. We really want people to uh, to uh, see the show, and we hope you enjoy the show, and uh, hopefully yep. we get to do a lot more, in, right, buddy? If you tune in and you don't like it, feel free to change the channel. But we're uh, pretty confident in what we did, and, and I, think, uh, I think you'll enjoy it. I thought you were going to say, feel free to go to Harlan's house and punch him in the face. <laughs> it sounded like you were about to say that, and then you switched gears at the last second. I did, I did, I did, because frankly... I'd hate, I'd, hate, I'd hate to have my girlfriend have to put on a black eye when she's playing you here in my house, because that would ruin the whole effect. Well, let me ask you this. If the show doesn't get a second season, is is, is that fantasy over? Like, are you going to tell her to put the outfit away for good? Harlan, you've impacted my life so greatly <laughs> that I, I feel like we might always be playing a Harlan dress-up game of some kind, <laughs> if you will. Awesome, buddy. Well, tell the folks, uh, tell the folks where they can uh, catch the show before we let you go. All right, gang. City TV, uh, 8.30, Monday night, September 30th. Please be there. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Um, it's going to be a ton of fun, and uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for having me, Harlan. It was uh, great to catch up, buddy. I haven't heard your sweet, sweet voice in a while. Well, that's because your girlfriend's voice, uh, her register is higher than mine, but tell her to keep working, working on it. On that. We're working on that. There's procedures we can do. 
Yeah, just tell her to go for a Forrest Gump meets Rain Man type of vibe, and she should get me perfectly. (laughs) Awesome, buddy. Awesome. All right, folks. Well, there he is. He's Randall Edwards. You can also look him up on Facebook and YouTube and Twitter and uh, find out more about Randall. He's a great actor, and uh, he's the leading man. He plays the uh, little brother in uh, the new sitcom Package Deal on City. As he said, uh, 8.30s every Monday night starting September 30th. Randall, let's go get him, man. Thanks for uh, being on the Harland Highway, and uh, we'll see you on the telly, as they say in the United Kingdom, mate. Can't wait, buddy. Can't wait. All right, buddy. Thanks so much. All right. Have a good uh, one. Tune in, folks. We'll see you on TV. Take care. Okay. So there you go. Randall Edwards. Uh... Yeah, great guy, man. Just a great guy. We had, we had such a blast, uh, all the cast members, as we talked about there. So, yeah, please tune in the show. And, uh, oh, hang on, I'm getting a Roger. Yeah, Ro- Roger's. What are you holding up? My voicemail? What about my voice? There's a voicemail. And we, you, you want to play one of my voicemails? Why? I'm talking about my sick... Okay, go ahead. You're the producer. Somehow Roger wants to play one of my uh, voicemails, so uh, let's do that and uh, and uh, go for it, Roger. Hi, this is Harland. Um, I'm not available right now, so uh, please leave me a message and I will get right back to you. Thanks. Hello. Hello. Hello, Harland. It's your Van Brucey calling, Angel, from Rochester, New York. How are you, little angel? Hello? Oh, Christ. I don't know if you can hear me, Holland. I'm out driving. I'm driving around in the streets. Everybody seems to be going so fast nowadays. It's just driving me crazy. Listen, Angel, I'm in a bit of a pickle here. Okay, Aunt Ruthie's in a bit of trouble. It looks like I've been driving over to the pharmacy to pick up some pills for your Uncle Henry, of course. And all of a sudden, my somehow my pantyhose have been slipping down my legs. I don't know if I've been driving too hard, speeding or something, little Angel. But it looks like my... Goddamn pantyhose are all fangled up at the bottom of my ankles. They're getting caught up in the brake pedals and the gasoline, the gas pedals and whatnot, Angel. I'm having trouble steering Holland. It's like all of a sudden I'm going fast and then I'm going slow. And I'm afraid that I'm going to hit somebody or I'm going to crash to a mailbox or a fucking 7-Eleven or something to all. And I, oh my God, I'm looking down at my ankles and my pantyhose are all twisted around. It looks like one of those giant pretzels your Uncle Harry used to buy you down on the boardwalk. Do you remember that, little angel? Do you remember when you would, I'll never forget it, just when you were a little boy. Uh, oh, excuse me. So if you're going to honk at me, I've got a, a fucking giant pretzel around my ankles. My pantyhose are twisted up. Like a godforsaken fallopian tube, okay? So stop the honking, please. Unbelievable, the root. I'm 86 years old, Holland. 
and people are honking at an old lady with psoriasis scabs on the foreheads and I've got age spots on my hands and on my face. I look like a fucking blowfish from under the water in this Mediterranean sea or wherever the fuck they live. I'm all speckled like a trout. I look like an old trout. Anyhow, Holland, do you remember when your Uncle Harry and your Aunt Ruthie took you down to the boardwalk in Jersey City that time? Wasn't that fun little you had your little haircut and you were wearing your little brown shorts. Do you remember and you had your Space Invaders T shirt on, little angel? And your little your Uncle Harry bought you do you remember this, Angel? He bought you a candy floss. Do you remember that? He bought you a candy floss, a big puffy candy floss, Angel. And I'll never forget, your eyes went so big like you'd never seen anything like it. Hold on. Hang on. Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm talking to my nephew, okay? He's in the entertainment business. He's done fucking movies and whatnot. You have no right to honk at me when I'm talking to my nephew, okay? So why don't you just pull over to the side of the road and shove a gas pedal in your face? Disgusting. Anyways, Angel, you had that big, fat fucking, oh, it was like a, it looked like a cloud on a stick. Do you remember? It was a big pink candy floss, and you were just about to bite into it. You looked so happy, and a fucking seagull flew out of the sky and flew right into it. There was fucking feathers and wings, and it was caught inside your candy floss. It looked like your candy floss had wings coming out of it. And you were so determined, like a little angel, so determined to eat that candy floss, I'll never forget. You just ate right through it, and you ate the goddamn seagull with your little five-year-old face. Fucking blood all over the place and feathers coming out of your mouth. You looked like a kitty cat that just caught a sparrow in the backyard. Feathers looked like someone had a pillow fight on your little freckly face, Angel. Excuse me, I'm talking here to my nephew, okay? He just ate a fucking seagull, okay? What's your nephew done? I'm sure he's never eaten a fucking seagull. Okay? This kid ate a fucking wild animal with his teeth. And there were feathers coming out. So don't honk at me, you son of a bitch. Anyways, Holland, I'm sorry. I don't want you to hear that talk. But anyways, Angel, if you can call me. My my legs are all wrapped up. My ankles are twisted around with these brown pantyhose. And I'm stuck in the brake pedal, and my, I'm lurching back and forth on the road, and the... See, people are honking. I'm sorry that I'm lurching back and forth, you son of a bitch. As you can see, it's turning into a circus here, little angel. And I'm, uh, my pantyhose are twisted around on my ankles. It looks like one of those cinnamon donuts that you buy at the, do- the twisty long, the long donuts, Holland. Not the round ones, not the round ones, the ones that go in a circle, but the long twisty donuts with the cinnamon and all that shit. It, that's what my ankles look like. And the crotch, if I could describe the crotch, 
of my pantyhose right now looking up at me. There's some gray hairs in it, Holland, and I think you know where they came from. It's like a Muppet looking up at your Aunt Ruthie from the bottom of the floor. Her pantyhose twisted around in her legs, twisted around in the brake pedals, and then looks like Fozzie the Bear. Remember you used to laugh at Fozzie Bear? But it's like Fozzie Bear has gone gray. Okay, he's, he's old, he's an old bear, and he's right in the crotch of your Aunt Ruthie's brown pantyhose. Okay, stop honking at me. I'm trying to tell my nephew that my crotch looks like a Muppet, okay? I've got a dirty pantyhose with gray pubic hairs, and it looks like Fozzie Bear in a senior's home. And you got the nerve to honk at me? Unbelievable. I gotta go, Holland. It's just, I'm gonna have to pull over or something and get someone with some scissors to cut my pantyhose off the gas pedal. Oh my god. Oh my god, look at those stains. Is that for me? Oh my god. Anyways, Angel, your Aunt Ruthie loves you, okay? I want you to know that. And I hope I hear from you soon. I'm sorry I caused you so much trouble, little angel. Give me a call. Aunt Ruthie loves you, Holland. Oh my god, my pants. What the hell is that, a scab? Looks like there's a scab in my pantyhose. Oh no, it's a dragonfly. Oh my god, there's a dragonfly caught in my pantyhose. Alright, Angel, I love you. Stop honking at me! I've got a dragonfly in my crotch in my pantyhose, twisted around my ankles like a fucking dried up lower intestine. Bye, Angel, and Ruthie loves you. Stop honking at me, you son of a. Okay, she. Oh, but is she. Rod, why do we put. Why do you need me to listen to that? I know she's my relative, but it's a little embarrassing. She's very. uh, Whatever. Now you've brought us to the end of the show, Rod. Are you happy? Uh, Well, we are at the end of the show, gang. A few announcements before we go. If you want to see me do stand up comedy live, tonight's the night. If you're in Chicago or in the surrounding area, I will be at the uh, Improv in uh, Chicago, just outside of the city in Schaumburg, the Improv. Uh, I'll be there tonight, Thursday, September 12th, through uh, Sunday, September 15th. Uh, you can go to harlowwilliams.com and uh, get all the info, show times, order your tickets online. Come on out, man. It's going to be a blast. Um, and then, uh, the following week, oh, I will be in Knoxville, Tennessee, September 19th through the 21st. Again, just look on my, uh, website at harlowilliams.com and you will, uh, you will see, uh, all the info you need to see about the Knoxville club. And, uh, again, don't forget package deal, September, uh, 30th, 8.30 on City TV, only in Canada. Sorry, guys. Um, and then, uh, later in October, you can catch me in Pittsburgh at the Improv. Uh, that will be October, Friday, 11th to Sunday, the 13th. And, uh, feel free to write me at harlowilliams.com or you can phone me at 323-739-4330. I think that's how Aunt Ruthie got my number. 
Um, so uh, you can call and leave a message. Please don't be as long as her. Quick messages are appreciated. Uh, and uh, maybe I'll play your message on the podcast. Who knows? Um, check out the store at harlowilliams.com. You can buy all your merch, books, CDs, movies, T-shirts, paintings, drawings, all that stuff is there. And uh, thank you so much for being here, guys and girls and all you pavement pounders out there. It's always a pleasure to have you here. And uh, until next time, everybody, uh, you know the saying, chicken chow mein, baby. Hey.